Welcome to the Blue Oasis Podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about your hobbies, the history of them, as well as making a side hustle out of them. All right, let's get to the show. Good morning, everyone. I am your host, Adam Rothstein. And on this episode of the Blue Oasis Podcast, we're going to talk a little bit about YouTube, both the history and how it became a side hustle for many people. So, where do we begin? We begin in the year 2005. YouTube was brand new, and you had many sites like Facebook coming out, and MySpace was in its prime as well during this time. Also during this time, you had the iPod come out as well. Now, in terms of video, there was really no alternative to find uh, FMV videos or full motion videos on the internet. It was it was a little harder to come by. But the precursor to YouTube was a little known site called Ebombs World. It was a very early version of YouTube. You had a lot of parodies of certain things, Star Wars, even a Judge Judy video, and, but this was not a platform for your average Joe to upload videos to, but it was a very first, a very important step nonetheless. Once the year 2005 rolled around, the creators of PayPal, Chad Hurley, Steve Chen and Jawid Karim were looking for a way to upload videos to the internet with ease. The three of them recognized that there was a market demand for certain content, whether that was Janet Jackson or a music video, they knew that they could build that website so users can find whatever it is they ever wanted to find that was put on video. The next year would be a very important step for its growth. In 2006, YouTube.com slowly grew to become one of the biggest websites of the 21st century. That same year, Google purchased YouTube. Having to deal with copyright infringement issues of third parties, YouTube needed a partner to deal with this issue. So they sold to Google.com in October of 2006. Slowly but surely, they begin to take off and, and many channels start popping up. You have Smosh coming out. You had... Uh, I think you actually, you had a lot of uh, small gaming channels come out, and this is actually the f- when, where Let's Plays began. It was during the very early days of YouTube, and, you know, cat videos as well. Uh, but once you actually could um, show people that you could sit down and have a conversation and actually put it out there and create so much expansive content 
did people realize that they could actually film their hobbies and and just act and like just show these short acting things and in fact you've got uh, a lot of um tech reviews like really early tech reviews back in 2007 and so on as well so this so 2006 2007 was were the very first important years where users could show off what they had or what they could do and there was really nothing like it before with this uh be- you had an expansion of journalism this is a very important step as many new individuals could start their own news uh channel and actually compete with the mainstream media you had channels such as uh philip defranco um like really early philip defranco uh he actually either deleted his channel or he just switched channels entirely and uh he was one of the really first ones to just you know talk about what was happening in the news in general and you didn't actually have to turn on cable at that point and this was also a time where people were coming out of the dial-up era and starting to get into uh, high-speed networks as well and this also got into the schools as well youtube got into a lot of the schools with an internet connection in the computer lab any student could now uh, search a video for their project and could potentially get all the information that they needed now in the early days of youtube the 2007s the 2008s and 2009s you still couldn't get a full documentary or it was very rare to find so people were still using wikipedia and actually going to hard textbooks for their research projects but during that era youtube definitely laid the groundwork for what it would become later on now about this time i was in my middle school days and and it was a very awkward time for me to say the least but i guess that's uh what happens when you're in your uh, preteen years and very early teenage years so um during this time i was definitely searching up random videos and saw a lot of dancing videos um i didn't get into youtube um back then and it took me about uh another decade to really get into it um and or actually more than a decade plus to really have uh the channel that i have now and uh make and actually just knowing what i'm doing when i'm putting out videos so i was more of a viewer and i didn't even have an account back then and and to get and to see the viral videos at the time was still a very new concept for me because i i just never saw anything like it i never saw uh that you could 
you know, play the Pokemon theme in the background and just lip sync to it or just go see some guy at a zoo or watch some cats chase a laser. And and it was very entertaining uh, at the time. And uh, it just it was just something to do. And and I thought, oh, yeah, here's a nice thing. Uh, And it was great entertainment for what it was back then. Uh, once the 2010s rolled around, you had uh, a lot of parodies come out. You had Star Wars parodies coming out, a lot of that. And slowly but surely, you also had movie reviews. So before YouTube, you had the uh, Gene Siskel's and the Roger Eberts of their day. And you actually had to wait for a specific time turn to the channel to get the information and and then just wait and or if you couldn't make it you had to uh, program your vcr and just have that record over it at the time you know and it was a very inefficient way of doing that in the 80s and 90s but with youtube you could uh, someone could just upload their opinion of a movie good, bad, or indifferent, and, you know, people would build brands and reputations on what they thought, and slowly but surely, you know, channels begin began to grow from that idea. Selling your services uh, was another thing. Uh, you had a lot of clothing lines come out, and even channels specifically with the dot-com attached to it as well. This was an early version of sales funneling through the internet. By having your name on a platform such as YouTube, a centralized or rather a main hub of where people go to be entertained and even get information from was very valuable in the early days of the website. With these ideas in place and with the capabilities available, people started to develop side hustles from their hobbies. There was a lot of viral videos such as Chocolate Rain and then you had that Tron guy as well. And they actually got to make money off of their brand and you know they did some interviews as well and they actually got royalties these were the first people to actually receive royalties from YouTube as well so once royalties were being paid out many people wanted to get in on this and in the 2010s, you saw an explosion of new YouTube channels. And during that time, you only needed to have maybe a few hundred subscribers to get some ad revenue. Now, for most channels, it was really small ad revenue. People were making maybe $5, $10 a month from their ads, depending on how many videos they were put out, putting out and uh, who was watching it as well. Today, there's about 4 billion 
minutes that are uploaded every uh, day, or or it's a lot of hours. Like let, let's just put that lightly. So if you got a business, if you got a website, if you've got a brand, uh, yeah, you should definitely be on YouTube, which is still the main hub. Now you have competitors such as Library, Twitch, even BitChute is another one and they definitely do have some share of the video market no doubt about that but if you want to if you want people to find you use youtube because it has become the second most popular search engine so what can we take from the history of youtube well we know we can grow our channels we know that we can funnel people back to our websites and sell them goods and services we also know that we can create an income from youtube there are many youtubers with over a million subs you have shelby church you have graham stefan you've got uh, Swoozy and many others, and of course, Mr. Beast and PewDiePie. Who can forget those two? And the thing with that is, you know, they've spent years, if not a decade plus, trying to build up their skills and build up their base and just really rally around it. Mr. Beast is definitely making millions off of his YouTube videos. And depending on the way inflation goes and and how he grows his base, he he can definitely he could he might become the first YouTube billionaire as well. So yeah, the so nothing's out of the impossible when you're starting. Now at the time of this recording I only have twenty subscribers. Not twenty thousand, not uh, 20 million, but uh, just just 20 s- subs, that's it. Yeah, 20 subs. Uh, I mean, I don't even have two dozen subscribers. Um, I'm actually going to link the uh, my YouTube channel down below. So just a little side note there. If you want to subscribe, if you like what you hear here. So what can you do to grow your YouTube channel? Well, there are many uh, different things uh, that we can do. For starters, uh, we could get a 4K camera, but uh, most people don't want to shelve out like 4,000, 3,000 bucks for that. But you could actually just use your uh, computer laptop as well. Now, Adobe uh, definitely has their video editor as well. And if you're on a PC, you got the free one as well and you can do a lot of uh even a lot of effects with that youtube studio has its own effects and you can actually blur out uh certain images so let's say you have a credit card as well uh as and you just need to blur that out uh you just go into the uh uh, youtube studio um after you've uploaded your video and you just go to the place where 
the credit card is out in plain sight and you blur over that completely. The YouTube Studio also has great background music as well if you want anything with that. Now, to get on the revenue stream today, uh, you're going to need at least a 1,000 subscribers and you are also going to need at least 4,000 hours watched. Now, that may be a more difficult hill to climb uh, because uh, 10 years ago, you only needed maybe a couple hundred of uh, subscribers. So, as someone who just is not there yet, uh, but is definitely going to make progress with that, is I'm just going to keep grinding it out. Now, if you do want to learn, really get into this hobby as well, which which you you may be better at this than me, uh, because personally, I'm not good at putting myself on camera. I mean, I talk behind a microphone. I've got a great voice, as you can tell. Uh, but if you do want to learn more about YouTube, go to Skillshare.com, and and they'll give you uh, your first two months free. And if you got a promo code use that as well. It's less than 10 bucks a month for this. And and if you don't have 10 bucks a month to spend on education, you, you know, you got big problems in your life. But definitely um definitely get out and uh, just try and find it and uh, just try to find a class that you really like even if it's not YouTube as well. So if you want to grow a YouTube channel, Great. They have classes on that as well. And if you want to fly a drone or something, uh, classes on that too. Programming, uh, writing a book, getting on Amazon, all that stuff. You name it. They have over 20,000 classes and is the perfect website for anyone who wants to learn a skill at a cheap price. So go to Skillshare.com today. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely have the reading capability for that, but I wasn't even reading off a script right there. Oh, man, I'm just having a little fun right now. And speaking of which, uh, speaking of YouTube, I've actually uploaded some of the episodes to this or most of them. Uh, I still have to get a few things up and working with the Mac video editor um, is just still there's still a learning curve with that for me, so, uh, yeah. Now, if you are on a Windows laptop, remember the video editor is really easy to use, and they have their own effects and music. So, if you don't like to uh, put yourself on camera, great. There are definitely a lot of other options you can do. I mean, you don't have to even show your face on YouTube. There are ASMR videos of uh, turtles eating watermelon, and you've got people with train layouts and people with drones as well, and train layouts and all that stuff, and Legos. And, the, and you don't have to show your face. And you can get a million views because people will just are just curious. They want to see something new. It's like, you know, what's that turtle over there? 
Is that turtle eating watermelon? That's interesting. And there are people that actually do like the sound of, you know, that weird watermelon crunch sound. And, you know, we find value in the weirdest things for whatever reason, whether it's a comedy sketch or even someone hitting a home run, you know, you can definitely show off unique abilities and unique events. Now, once you do have your first 1,000 subscribers and 4,000 hours watched and you meet those benchmarks, you're probably going to see maybe 10 bucks um, from your first ad revenue stream. And if you receive that much, um, consider that a win. Consider it a win because, you know, you're on your way to bigger and better things. Now, when that happens for me, I'm I'm going to just be happy that I met 1K. I mean, it's been about a year since I've been on YouTube and, you know, I've sucked at growing. I mean, I got friends subscribed to me and a few random people subscribed to me as well. And, and, uh, it's just, and yeah, it's very difficult. There are videos, um, or rather there are channels right now with maybe a couple hundred subscribers from like five years ago. And even they've had, uh, difficulty growing, but you know, things are possible. I mean, and maybe I'm not saying like take out a loan to advertise your YouTube channel or anything, but I mean, let your friends know, uh, tweet stuff out and uh, put a link to your YouTube channel on your Instagram or something. And, you know, you are going to get some conversion rate with that. And it, it may be substantially low or it may be substantially high, but, but I would, but I, I would encourage you to keep going because I, I'm going to keep going as well. And, and I'm not going to stop until I'm verified or or even still, after I'm verified, I'm just going to do what I like. And that's what YouTube has provided all of us um, with an internet connection and a laptop with a camera, at least, a camera and a microphone. You can definitely show off your passion. And it's connected us with many hobbies and helped us discover new hobbies. And it's built a community as well. I mean, I mean, there are some people that uh, you meet online, which are actually good people and not creeps. But yeah, you know, it is it is definitely built a community as well. And there are definitely people that, you know, do trust one another and have gained, uh, you know, that credibility to, you know, foster something where their lives are improved. Um, I, you, you see this with education, no videos as well. And, and you see this with, you know, those instructional videos and even those sport videos and definitely with videos like Mr. Beast, because that is definitely a community. And even though I don't see these people in the background, he, he's definitely brought on some people as well. And he's also helped out his brother as well and and they're raking in so much cash it's crazy and they've grown a community they've hired people and they've brought on uh guests as well uh and former uh 
and, and other YouTubers as well alongside them. So, you know, there is a lot of room for growth and and ability to um, grow your subscriber base and even build a business from it. So I have uploaded about uh, 42 videos. Yeah, 42 videos I have uploaded and I actually took one down. So, you know, minus one, but uh, so I had 43 videos. All right, so 43, 42 videos I have on YouTube at the time of this recording. And and I've got one video that's over 700 views, just one. And then I've got a few others over 100, one at 400 or 500 views. And, you know, people definitely will search your videos, but it, it doesn't mean that they'll subscribe. And, you know, getting people to subscribe is is a lot like trying to sell, you know. Um, I'm trying to sell a little side note. I'm trying to sell my services to people of voice acting and just really delivering that voice of just, you know, maintaining a certain level of confidence, a certain level of professional professionalism as well. And, and, you know, you know, that's something I do want to do as well. And I also want to advertise my books on there as well. Now, if you don't want to make money from YouTube, but just want to upload uh, videos uh, either for your clients or just to vent um, and just talk about, you know, some issues as well and just or just not necessarily to talk about your issues, but just, you know, get something out of it, you know. There are a lot of people who talk sports as well, and you know they just want to be heard and as well. And it is a good stress reliever to you know talk things out as well. Now YouTube is not the place to talk specifically about your problems, but if you want to talk about you know an event that happened to just ease you know or to just help you get through a difficult time, then YouTube is certainly the place for that. Now, there were a lot of, I do want to just mention, just go back to the history real quick, quickly, and say, there were a lot of YouTubers who met up in real life at VidCon, you know, back when we had VidCon, and, you know, and many subscribers did collab videos after VidCon, and you had... You had, you know, fans meeting each other and people wrote books once they reached like 10 million subs and they earned a lot of passive income from it. And and that's incredible. You know, it's incredible that you can do Let's Plays and, you know, make random videos and videos that where you just give a house away like Mr. Beast and people will just come to it. You know, I've said it before that our passions and our hobbies today, you know, there really was not a lot. Uh, there was a lot less 20 years ago and and even further back during the 80s or actually rather 90s, um, there, it really was a lot less even then. 
look at how far we've come as a technologically um a technologically technologically how far we've come couldn't get that out there quick enough it's you know it's mind-boggling and yes it is overwhelming but today we have the best opportunity to improve not just our own lives but the lives of others and whether that's with entertainment or just building a business and helping someone get off the ground or something you know it is the perfect hobby is all-around hobby and i i can't think of another hobby that's of you know whether that's film of you know filming youtube videos or or using youtube as a platform I, I can't really think of anything else uh, that's other hobby that's really just done it. And, you know, whether it's drones or anything, you know, it's definitely brought a lot of, you know, millions of people to start a channel and subscribe to people and go create something for themselves. And that's what I like. And that's what I talk about on this show is that, you know, when you start a hobby, you create something for yourself. And, and I encourage you all to try, try and get some extra income out of it. Because, you know, back during the uh, Great War, World War Two, my grandfather was just a teenager, and he was making World War Two plans. And to consider your own happiness in 1941, 1942 was arrogant. It was like, no, you need to be responsible and actually go get a job at the factory. Go make planes. Go go work. Go screw tires in on the truck and, and go repair cars at the auto body shop. And people thought... Well, I guess that's work. I guess this is what it has to be. And, and, and you know, we had... There were a lot of people who were still acting. They were doing talk shows. And there were still models back in the 50s and 60s. And th- there was an avenue for it but, it. but it was really limited. And there were a lot of gatekeepers to it. YouTube has virtually no gatekeepers Although there is definitely some censorship and you still have a lot of copyright stuff that I won't get into. But the possibilities are limitless. Almost limitless. And, you know, don't squander this. Don't ever squander it. And, you know, maybe YouTube is not your thing. But if you want to go anywhere in business, if you want to do, if you want to, like, really generate something with a sales funnel, then you should absolutely consider YouTube. You know, today I actually just found out through an email that last night I crossed 150 downloads to the podcast. We're in episode 9 right now. And do you know how I did that? It was with YouTube. It was with random people watching, and or listening rather, of the... The video I put up, a little 15-minute sample, and then funneling them back to my main Buzzsprout account and 
and the link to the Apple podcast of where the show is located. And I've, gained, and I've gained a few more subscribers. And to me, that's incredible. And wherever I decide to go, um, even if I do hang up the voice acting business and just focus on books, I can still funnel them to whatever website I want to. And to do that, to provide that entertainment or that service to someone is the most moral thing you can do. Little side note, you know, people associate salesmen and women, you know, as just being immoral people, you know, because we associate influence as a bad thing. Influence is not a bad thing. It's what you do with that influence. If you influence a fat guy to get his butt to the gym and lose weight, that is a good thing. And if you influence someone to buy a product uh, and you charge and you charge the product or service for less than it, its actual value, or yeah, if you, yeah, in less, yeah, if there's more value in excess of what you're charging, then you've done the best thing that you can do. You know, I hope to sell, you know, my novels and my ebook as well. And because, you know, I believe I have the message that people need to hear. Uh, I'm writing a, a novel called The Goalie Kid as well. And it's about a kid who's just trying to figure out what he wants to do in life. And and I talk about him graduating high school, working a nine-to-five job, and him just being tired. And, you know, right now, people need to hear this story because, you know, there, there are, were many jobs lost and there are going to be many people that are going to need to take another pay cut or they're going to need to uh, be laid off and furloughed. And again, you know, I, I do see that coming. You know, to have YouTube is a blessing and it's also a curse as well that, I mean, nothing's perfect but, yeah. Now, to my audience, I would like to say this. Your hobby is the gateway to peace. And whether that's with YouTube or with, you know, model trains, shipping a bottle, arts and crafts, that sort of stuff, or just photo editing, you know, it is the road to peace and prosperity. Because... When people have that avenue of doing work that fulfills them and gives them a real sense uh, to wake up every day and go to work and do the thing that they love to do, that is, uh, you know, that has been unheard of for, you know, centuries, or it was very rare to find that person throughout history. You had to either be a professional athlete you had to be either an author and and remember, you know, it was still very limited. But, you know, for what, yeah, you know, but during even those times, they still found a way to live a life of peace and prosperity. If you can provide a service where you're teaching people to get on that road, absolutely do it. it because the world needs that 
right now, more than ever. And whatever path I decide to go, um, as well, you know, whether that's with books or teaching people how to narrate and voice act, I'm going to be successful because I'm going to find people that want my services or my products as well. And I am so grateful to have YouTube and to live in this day and age right now. And I'll, and I'll never not be grateful for YouTube as well. And video streaming and live streaming as well. And yeah. So ladies and gentlemen, if you liked what you heard today, please consider donating to the show. I will leave a link to my Square account. You can become a monthly donor or a one-time donor as well. I'll leave a link to my YouTube channel and my Instagram as well. So until the next show, which will be on next Wednesday or next Tuesday, uh, yeah, that'll be the next time. So until then, uh, stay safe, stay great, and I'll talk to you then.